Hello and welcome to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for returning for another segment. We're going to be speaking with Jamie Pagliaro. He's joining us here as Executive Vice President and Chief Learning Officer of Rethink First. He's joining us to talk about the prevalence of autism spectrum disorders and how it affects the entire family. Welcome to Health Professional Radio. Jamie Pagliaro, thank you for taking the time. Thanks for having me, Neil. Glad to be here. Executive Vice President and Chief Learning Officer at Rethink First. Tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us what Rethink First is. Sure. Well, uh, I've been working in the field of autism treatment services and technology for about 25 years now. And uh, prior to Rethink, uh, I ran programs for children with autism from point of diagnosis, very young, all the way through to adulthood. I've worked in uh, school settings, residential settings, and prior to Rethink, uh, I operated uh, the first charter school for children with autism based in New York City. Um, we started Rethink uh, 14 years ago, really with a mission to meet the growing need of individuals with autism and leveraging technology. This, this at the time, you know, fairly innovative space called the internet uh, as being a way to disseminate research-based practices and put those practices into the hands of teachers, professionals, parents who were supporting this population. Now, you are a software uh, solutions company, correct? That's correct. So we offer software as a service uh, to school districts, to healthcare providers, uh, to employees, and to health plans, uh, all who are supporting individuals with autism in various ways. Treatment tools, training, clinical support, that sort of thing? Yeah, so our product uh, at the core is um, a body of curriculum and training content that we've developed over the last 14 years, um, all video-based, that helps people understand how to take what's in the research and apply that to interactions with children with autism in the classroom, in a treatment clinic, um, or even for a parent at home. Uh, and these videos depict uh, highly trained professionals implementing these research-based protocols and are, are developed in a way to model for a teacher, a parent, or a professional how to follow that particular practice. And it may be something as simple as teaching a child to, to maintain eye contact. It might be teaching them a bathroom routine. It might be teaching them social interaction with peers or other family members, uh, really targeting those core deficit areas of autism. What is the prevalence of autism spectrum disorders and how does it affect the entire Entire family. Yeah, well, I mean, those prevalence levels uh, rates have, have increased dramatically over the last several decades. I think when I was um, uh, an undergrad 25, 30 years ago, we used to say one in 10,000 children uh, were being diagnosed with autism. Um, and then in the early 2000s, we, we got hit with this updated prevalence statistic, one in 166 children, which at the time, um, seemed like a pretty huge increase. And, and that number has continued to increase um, even since 2004. Uh, in 2020, that statistic was one in 54. And the most recent CDC statistic is one in 44 children uh, has been identified with autism spectrum disorder. One in 44. That's astounding. 
talk about some of the challenges in um, getting the word out and getting the awareness out about this disorder. I'm assuming with such a, a prevalence, there has to be gaps in care. I would assume that, especially based on what COVID-19 pandemic has shown us about disparities within the healthcare system. Well, sure. I mean, one of the reasons that we started Rethink is we saw this increase in prevalence and uh, we also saw that there was a dearth of services and trained professionals to, to keep up with the demand for those services. And that's where we saw an opportunity for technology to help reach more families, reach more students. Um, you know, as you mentioned earlier, you know, autism doesn't just affect the child, it affects the uh, entire family unit um, and creates um, tremendous challenges for uh, parents, working parents who are uh, trying to support their child, attend meetings at school and hold down a job. Um, it presents challenges for uh, siblings, other members of the family who may not be getting as much uh, attention or focus on some of their needs. One of the big changes that's occurred in the last decade is uh, there's been legislation in every state now requiring health insurance to cover um, a common and, and gold standard treatment for autism called applied behavior analysis or ABA. Uh, that's been a real game changer in terms of you know access to care, coverage for that care, but still we have a shortage of professionals and, and many agencies around the country that are, are growing quickly to uh, meet that need, uh, but still struggle to find enough personnel to keep up with the demand in their local communities. You know, there's some data that talks about the adoption of Rethink First medical necessity analysis tool. You were talking about some of your training tools and um, resources earlier in our conversation. Talk about this tool and how it's going to help or is helping providers be better providers when it comes to the autism spectrum. Yeah, I mean, most clinicians are trained in the delivery of um, applied behavior analysis or ABA services. But what they're not trained on is how to prescribe the appropriate level of care. And as now ABA has become a medical treatment, something that health plans are covering, part of the process is that providers need to not only assess the developmental needs of the child, but they need to make a recommendation about the level of service that the child should be receiving. And, and to give you a sense, Neil, that can range from a few hours a week of a, of a consultant coming in and working with a family for parent training, all the way up through kids in a 40-hour-per-week one-on-one therapeutic environment, uh, which is something that typically we would see with very young, newly diagnosed children, but where the research has shown you can have a tremendous impact on their development pro by providing that treatment intensively, early, and with a, a duration uh, of time because people are not trained in how to prescribe that level of care, Rethink developed a proprietary tool to help really structure all the information about the child and what the research is telling us about uh, number of hours of treatment and put that into an algorithm or a decision-making system that helps both a provider the family and even the payer uh, in health insurance plan come up with a common agreement about what is clinically appropriate for that child. So that, that really levels the playing field to make sure 
that kids aren't getting access to treatment just because of what the provider has to offer or the family's availability or what a health plan is willing to cover uh, from a funding perspective. It really helps everybody get on the same page in terms of understanding what's clinically appropriate for a, an individual child. And obviously being on the same page would increase compliance with the treatment plan. And um, I'm thinking that non-compliance would um, increase behavioral difficulties. Well, absolutely. And I mean, there's so many factors that can impact that compliance. Everything from, you know, does the agency that's delivering the services, do they have sufficient staff? to come in and deliver that 30, 40 hours of treatment. And as I mentioned earlier, one of the challenges is that we have a shortage of trained professionals in this space. But then you also take into account that parents have busy lives. Um, again, going to work, ha- you know, having other children in the home. Um, there's a lot going on on the family side, and it can make it really easy for somebody to say, well, yes, this child should be getting 30 or 40 hours of treatment a week, but because of all these variables, we're giving half of that. And, and you imagine if, if your doctor prescribed you a, a medication, but you were only able to take it half of the time, you're probably not going to get the outcome uh, that you were expecting to get from taking that medication. And, and really, this works the same way. If we're prescribing something, um, but everybody's not on the same page, and we're really only delivering it with a 50% you know, compliance level, we're probably not going to get the expected outcome there. Is there anything that you'd like to add for our listeners? And then give us a website where we can all learn more. Sure. Well, Rethink does provide, you know, the leading set of tools and software for school systems, for employers that want to support their employees who have children with special needs, for healthcare providers that are looking to uh, transform their work with uh, electronic medical records, uh, revenue cycle management. And anyone can go to RethinkFirst.com. That's www dot rethink first is all spelled out f-i-r-s-t dot com and they can learn about our suite of solutions and uh, we hope you'll check it out we hope that you all help spread the word uh, to your schools to your health care providers um, to ensure that more kids are getting access to uh, best practices and have the uh, greatest opportunity to reach their full potential jamie i appreciate your time thank you so much for joining us here on health professional radio and i'm looking forward to our next conversation thanks so much for having me, Neil. I enjoyed the conversation as well. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Jamie Pagliaro. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at Anchor, Spotify, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.